Today's saint is Saint Vincent de Paul. Lived in the fifteen in the sixteen hundreds in France. He's known for the works of corporal and spiritual works of mercy. Shortly after his ordination to the priesthood, he was captured, kidnapped, and made into a forced slave. So what did Saint Vincent de Paul do? He started doing spiritual works of mercy. He bore the wrong patiently. He forgave the injuries. He comforted the sorrowing around him. He counseled the doubtful. He instructed the ignorant. He admonished the sinner. He prayed. And eventually, his captor and all around him were converted to the Catholic faith. And his captor released him. One time, a, a mother came to him in tears because her son had been sentenced to two years in prison, hard labor. So St. Vincent went to the warden of the prison and he said, hey, let me take his place. I'll do his time and his labor. Just let him go back to his mother. So St. Vincent de Paul spent two years in prison doing hard labor, admonishing the sinner, instructing the ignorant. Counseling the doubtful, comforting the sorrowing, bearing wrongs patiently, forgiving injuries, and praying. He also worked tirelessly on the corporal works of mercy, giving food to the hungry, giving drink to the thirsty, clothing the naked, sheltering the homeless, visiting the sick, comforting the imprisoned. He's the saint of the corporal and spiritual works of mercy. Yet he understood that the spiritual works of mercy are preeminent, are the most important. Because they feed the soul, they save the soul, while the corporal works of mercy save the body. And Jesus says, what does it profit a man if he gain the whole world, but suffer the loss of his soul? So you've got to remember, when um, dealing with the, with the works of mercy, the spiritual works of mercy are most important. A lot of modernists in the church, they have that backwards. They talk up the corporal works of mercy, yet totally ignore the spiritual works of mercy. So imitate St. Vincent de Paul, not the modernists. Do not fall for their error of the corporal works of mercy alone. Today's Gospel is Matthew 12. As Jesus was yet speaking to the multitudes, behold his mother. And his brethren stood without, seeking to speak to him. And one said unto him, Behold, thy mother and thy brethren stand without, seeking thee. But he, answering, told him, Who is my mother? Who are my brethren? And stretching forth his hands towards his disciples, he said, Behold, my mother and my brethren. For whosoever shall do the will of my Father that is in heaven, he is my brother and my sister and mother. So if you want to be in the communion of saints, you want to be in the family, you have to do the will of the Father. You've got to obey him. In other words, you've got to live in the state of sanctifying grace. You've got to obey those commandments. Do his will. His will is that you believe in the Son of God, Jesus, and the deposit of faith that he gave. 
St. Pius X is teaching us on the second precept of the church in his catechism today. It's got ten questions on it. Second precepts of the church. To fast on the days that are prescribed. What is commanded by this second precept? He says to fast on the days prescribed. It, this commands us to observe the fasts. During Lent. On certain days of Advent. On Ember Days. And on certain vigils. Now you'll see, as this was written 100, 100 or so years ago, things are a bit watered down now. If you count up all those days, that's like 62 days, give or take some. Like 62 days of corporate fasting. Today we have two days of corporate fasting. Ash Wednesday and Good Friday. But Catholics used to tough it out and do a lot of corporate fasting. Corporate fasting is when the entire church does it. Private fasting is when you as an individual do it. And what does fasting consist? Fasting consists in taking but one meal a day and in abstaining from prohibited kinds of food. On fast days, may a collation be taken in the evening? Collation means a, a, a banana or something, something small, a bite to eat, just to get you through. Through a concession of the church, a collation may be taken in the evening on fast days. What is the good of fasting? Fasting serves to dispose us better to prayer, to do penance for past sins, and preserve us from sinning again. Who are bound to fast? Every Christian over 21 years of age who has not dispensed or excused for some good reason is bound to fast. Are those who are not bound to fast exempt from all mortification? No, they're not exempt from all mortification, because all are bound to do penance. For what purpose has Lent been instituted? To imitate in some way the rigorous fast of 40 days undergone by Jesus in the desert, and to prepare us by penitential exercises to celebrate the Feast of Easter devoutly. Why has the Advent fast been instituted? To prepare us to celebrate devoutly the Feast of our Lord's Nativity. Why has the fast of Ember Days been instituted? Four reasons he gives. To consecrate each of the four seasons, winter, summer, spring, fall, by some days of penance. To beg God the preservation of the fruits of the earth. Three to thank him for the fruits of the earth he has already given us, and four, to beseech him to give good priests to his church. Why has fasting on vigils been instituted? Fasting on vigils has been instituted to prepare us to celebrate the principal feasts devoutly. What is forbidden on Fridays and also on Saturdays where not dispensed? On Fridays and also on Saturdays, where it's not dispensed, it is forbidden to eat meat, except in case of necessity. So while you think you got it bad now, you can't eat meat on Fridays? It used to be it was Friday and Saturday. Why does the church wish us to abstain from eating meats on these days? 
in order that we may do penance each week, and especially on Friday in honor of the Passion, and on Saturday in memory of the burial of Jesus, and in honor of the Blessed Virgin. Today's Tuesday, Adoration Day. Church is open from around 9 o'clock to 4 o'clock today. Go over there and spend some time with Jesus.